Hello everyone and welcome to Evolution Exchange Knowledge Podcast. Here at Evolution we are committed to helping people with knowledge tech organisations realise their potential. Our goal is to develop deep relationships with individuals, building trust and make doing business easier. I'm Alex Robinson from Evolution Recruitment Solutions and today I am your host. Today I'm joined by Sean Fries, Director, Head of BI Analytics in the Office of the CIO at DSB and Lars Sulgar, Head of Reporting, Planning, Tracking, Transformation very knowledge to discuss how do we bridge the understanding between IT and business. Before we delve deep into this topic, let's work our way around the room with some introductions. I'd like to know who you are, what you do, and what your biggest passion is currently. So Soren, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure. Thank you for, for having me here. So, uh, well, I'm Soren Fries. I'm the um, director for our BI analytics and the office of the CIO in uh, DSB been in DSP for around seven years, had various positions, started in strategy, worked in finance, and then moved into IT within a reorganization we did here mid-22. Um, earlier, done a bit of this and that, mostly in, uh, in consulting, and then started in the railway business when I joined Abellio, a subsidiary to Dutch State Railways uh, many years ago. So I've been in the a railway industry for quite some time so i've seen a lot of different places around europe uh, but now moved into it so i come from the business side and are now in it hence my interest for the subject okay excellent thank you very much for that so i'll now hand it over to you boss yes hello hi Sean. hi uh, alex thank you for having me um as, as mentioned my name is Leslie Schubel. Uh, i'm at the very nordic heading up the uh, the, the finance reporting and planning and uh, transformation uh, agenda. Um, previously, I've been in, in Colaplas, head of BI, um, and within my uh, responsibility hole uh, lies also the, the BI development within um, uh, within finance. Uh, hence the, the interest. I hold a, a master's degree in, uh, in auditing and accounting, but a bachelor degree in, in finance and uh, in IT. Uh, so I am a, a uh, a finance geek with some IT interest. Hi everyone, this is Chris Bennett here, the Nordics Managing Director here at Evolution. We're committed to doing recruitment in a different way that adds value to both our clients and candidates by providing you with amazing speakers and leading edge discussions on what's going on in the tech scene at the moment. There are three reasons why you should contact me. If you would like to speak on a future podcast, if you are interested in hiring awesome tech data, product or gaming freelancers for your business, or if you are looking for an exciting new organization to work with, please get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope to hear from you soon. Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. Sounds great. Thank you very much for that. So now that we've established uh, context to each of you, let's move on to the topic in focus. So you've got questions, statements, and pretty open conversation today around how do we bridge the understanding between IT and business. Um, so what we're going to do with this is just let you guys sort of hash it out. Uh, so lastly, I think we have a bit of a story to kick us off. Do you want to take the lead? I will. I will. Uh, I actually think it's quite interesting that that uh, Sean is from from uh, from. The IT part, and I I represent the business part in this discussion because uh, this is the main topic, and I find it quite interesting that that uh, with the evolution or the technologies uh, coming forth uh, in in today's uh, modern world, 
IT becomes a much bigger part of every single business, whether it's the small uh, butcher uh, factory or, or big uh, uh, corporate, uh, everyone is using IT today. So if we don't build up the IT knowledge, the IT capabilities outside BI or outside outside uh, the, the IT area, we will will be losing momentum um, with the, in terms of uh, development because IT can't uh, keep up with the fact that that everyone is is using IT today. So so BI with the introduction of Power BI, Tableau, and all these front end tools. Uh, we need to, from a business perspective, be able to build up these um, capabilities of developing reports, uh, understanding data model. I'm not asking uh, uh, teams uh, in, in business to actually understand how SQL works or whatever it takes to extract data from source systems, but I'm asking people to understand the way data models works, how they actually link together, and how we can actually put something out there for the people who are actually asking for insights uh, via uh, the different uh, tools which is available, Tableau, uh, Power BI, ClickView, or whatever uh, different tools is out there. So the understanding here, at least from my point of view, to bridge IT uh, with finance, uh, bridge IT with any kind of business, we need to be able to build up IT capabilities within uh, within the, the different uh, business line, um, but I don't know uh, uh, if if you follow me, uh, Sean, on this one. Well, well, I do, I do, and um, and um, and I agree. I actually think the uh, the old dogma of of IT and business is really dissolving itself, right? So. Uh, so uh, the more use every, of every day's workday on in, in in you know in in IT tools, you know, it's it's just a capability that anybody in the workforce needs to have uh, today. And then there are some areas which is of course very back end and very IT. And then there's uh, something where the business insight is the key aspiration. And I think BI or data is of a particular interest because you sort of have a pendulum that can be swinging, right? And you also see that in how how this area is organized. Sometimes it's organized very much towards IT and, and other times it's it's organized very decentralized in, 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 in the business, right? And it's because you have something where you really see the combination of IT and business uh, that that needs to be that, that needs to be working well in order to get the most out of the investments that you put in this area. Um, I think um, one of the aspects that we have worked a lot about is where you are in the maturity journey, uh, in your data maturity journey. So if you are in a place where data is siloed, there's no governance, uh, there's no clear definitions, et cetera, et cetera, then you would see that there's maybe a tendency to centralize uh, this area a bit organizationally. And then if you have something where you are at the other end of the maturity, where everything is nice and neat, when you, when you are very close to the nirvana that we all love, I would see in those organizations, when you move towards uh, that level of maturity, you would, you would see a much larger decentralization where uh, IT only becomes sort of a platform owner, maybe, or platform supporting, and, and the users will then use the use whatever platform you make available with the tools that 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 you mentioned. And and I think I think that's sort of that's sort of the general 
the general guideline I also think you would maybe find out there if you if if you google the theory as well and then and then when it comes to it um honestly i i think you could have a business person with a, as much it knowledge as you could have an it person with business knowledge it, it that that's about the competences of the individual but uh, but 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 i think I think uh, where it becomes interesting is is where you know the political game starts. So is this an IT responsibility or a business responsibility? And, and then it becomes blurred again. Where 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 who's actually responsible for what? Right? Because it's something that you need to do in cooperation. I fully agree because uh, when it comes to root cause uh, analysis, uh, if something breaks down, who is the owner? And, and you said it yourself, Sean. Uh, governance around this. Such um, uh, that that there has not been enough talk talk about uh, governance around these things. Uh, strictly, who owns what and to what extent? I mean, um, we have we are we're working in the Nordic with, with different um, levels of maturity. Either uh, it's IT who owns everything, going from backend. Uh, through the data product and through the actual re- front-end report. And then there's the middle way where, where people actually uh, develop their own reports, but but only from from, uh, from the data model. And then the, the third with, with the most majority, uh, with most maturity level is where we actually challenge, uh, develop uh, the data model. But but I think my thin line or, or thin red line is, is finance, and, and I say finance because I'm, I have a background in finance, obviously. Uh, finance should only go to the SQL part. Uh, so, so the second we will uh, develop, uh, we are asked to develop SQL, I'm going to pull out uh, and, and say that's not the responsibilities. But that's that's how our governance is built up. Uh, but, but obviously, uh, governance is, is, is dynamic. Uh, it, it, it's changeable. So, so we are splitting governance with, with the different data products uh, we have, and I, and I think that's a clever way to do it. And um, and and one of the aspects where where I'm curious is also also coming back to the to the question around competences of the individual. So if you have a person sitting in finance who can write super super nice code and understand how everything is working, sure, then you could. You could do more self-service, of course, and and you will be more trusting that person's ability to follow governance and and, and the guidelines to some extent because they understand, right? Uh, and there you could maybe loosen a bit on on uh, on 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 the, the on the what you allow and what you don't allow, and then vice versa. If you see a number of people sitting in finance who had no knowledge of what they're doing, and you could just see the costs are just running crazy when you when you are monitoring it. Then of course you would need to go in and maybe make a few restrictions. So I think there is also a bit of trial and error here, uh, um, and 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 it really becomes a question of the competences and the learning path of the individuals sitting in the different parts of the business, just as much as it is about setting a setting a a you know a, a tough guidance of this is what we allow and this isn't what we allow, and there should be some pragmatism in in how you approach this, I guess. Yeah, 100%. So I'm interested to hear in that case then um, if something covered already, already solving. You know, you mentioned all these things about governance, self service platforms, different tech, different tools. 
what did you do in your individual organizations to try and get a bit more of a buy-in from the business on BI and data importance? I um, well, as I represent business right now, uh, we have a lot of uh, uh, within finance uh, a BI governance group to actually cater for our platform because we want to take that responsibility. Uh, but as mentioned, uh, only to the part where we actually have the capability. We are building up these uh, capabilities. We're using Power BI. We're building up capabilities uh, within finance um, uh, to be able to uh, publish reports towards, uh, towards uh, our different uh, users, publish dashboards, uh, interactive dashboards, so we can actually utilize uh, uh, our reporting tools towards our stakeholders uh, and change it um, by by it's also if, if the sales organization asks for more insights on a specific market or etc we can add that without asking uh, IT so we also gaining a benefits from 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 being able to do it uh, ourselves and instead of asking IT to build up business knowledge and business capabilities it's our stakeholders from finance uh, so 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 I, I think building up these capabilities within the uh, within the business lines is, is, is as mentioned, so such an important task in front of uh, every single uh, business line uh, uh, nowadays. And I, just to 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 uh, explain a bit about what we did in, in in DSP, I think we we started at the same point where we tried to build a a guiding coalition from the business side where every you know well the most data interested areas of all of DSP were actually represented and we created sort of a data board where where I'm sitting and um, uh, from as the representative from from IT and then also our 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 CISO is sitting there as well from from IT security but but we 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 I I need to have a board also to help me in what to prioritize so uh, in in terms of what to deliver and and it it can be um quite challenging uh, for me to make a decision on behalf of all of the business on should we do this or should we do that and therefore I need somebody to consult and also have the dialogue with uh, in terms of what is the most important for DSB right now and 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 that helps a lot it also helps then as a a as a as a framework for actually communicating what is happening in IT to the business and from the business to IT and therefore we become we become sort of a unit in itself and therefore can bridge that gap between between business and IT. Um, and I think I think that is key that 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 you form a cross organizational group to actually handle these questions and handle these aspects. Then we then we when we rolled out our data governance, uh, which we are still implementing uh, uh, right now, it also became a form for how do we make the business take how do we get the business to take ownership of data and of the individual data domains. Uh, and, and that we have a lot of discussions on right now on, on how do we get decentralized data ownership while having a centralized data platform. And, and, and that's really the approach that we, we, we are taking right now and, and, and discussing on. But I think that's, uh, that's, that's a good uh, topic to be discussing because if we are to bridge IT and finance in a much better uh, and broader perspective, uh, it's also about owning the, the, the different data points. Um, 
how I see it in a, in a, in a bit of a pragmatic uh, drawing is that, that IT sets up a framework for processing data. What's within that is, is business. Uh, so, so, and it speaks back to the to the governance around it. Uh, who who is the actual owner of data? Who is the actual owner of a specific platform, uh, which needs to be specified and defined, clearly communicated, and and um, and uh, and uh, and that come back to back to what you said uh, just before, so on um, the governance around the decision. What should IT actually do? Uh, and I think setting up an IT board and an IT investment board, et cetera, within the BI area is also a way to 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 bridge IT, uh, bridge IT and finance, because then you will push the actual decision towards business and let business sort of say fight uh, about the priorities instead of IT. I agree, and and then it, then to come back to my point on competences and capabilities of the individual members, uh, where you will always be discussing is, of course, should we get this feature out to the business uh, quickly because they need it right now and they want to see results, uh, but that might be at the expense of building some some technical debt, um, and that decision can only be made if you have the competences of both business and IT. Uh, in each and every individual, they need to understand what would the tech debt mean over time, uh, and how that how would that then influence our ability for quicker time to market or, or vice versa, uh, and 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 do we want to get quick results at the expense of of results in the longer term where we would then need to clean up the mess afterwards? And and similarly on data governance, we would need the business to take care of data, build good quality da data, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera, so that we could get better business results and increase the maturity on data going forward and treat it as an asset as we always preach. Um, but 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 uh, but but that is also an investment required in that area on a belief that this would gain uh, give give us something back uh, in the longer term, right? And you would need to have these discussions on on each of the individual subjects that you're raising in the board, right? Um, and and that that's where you would need IT understanding for the board members coming from the business, vice versa, business understanding from me when talking to the board, because else else you would be lost in in, in communication, right? We, uh, we we started our discussion today uh, about um, uh, different ways, uh, different sayings in the different, uh, different countries. We have this uh, all uh, saying, uh, which is a bit, I think it's a very, we're all saying uh, that, that cash is king, right? Yeah. Uh, but data has also become, uh, as you mentioned, an asset. Data is also uh, king, uh, but from a finance perspective, uh, now that found of, of admitting it, uh, cash is still king, uh, no doubt about that. But but I see the value in in, in nursing data as well uh, because that is that is uh, uh, what 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 the insight is is based on, right? Uh, and and talking about BI, uh, it is aggregated data. Um, so so it's so important that we actually. Uh, Nurse these days. I put up the again. I'm gonna repeat myself. Uh, put up the governance around the data as well as the governance around how we actually process data throughout our system. Is it the source system? Is it the uh, whatever our data platform? Uh, how we actually present it eventually. 
putting up the 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 the, the ownership, the governance, who to do uh, what, etc. Uh, it's, it's key to having a success of bridging data, a bridging understanding between the between the, the collaboration, but also the understanding uh, of of IT and business together. Yeah, man, uh, and. Uh... I, of course, do not disagree with the fact that cash is king. That's one of the universal truths. So I, I think we, we have to stay with that. Even though I, I, I'm now in IT, I have to say that, of course, that is true. Uh, I think when it comes to building business cases in terms of uh, uh, of uh, what is the value of good quality data, that, that becomes very... Uh, uh, an exercise which is very theoretical, right? So that's also why you would need uh, stakeholders in the business with the understanding of data as an asset that knows that there's a strategic premium and it, this is a longer term maturity journey. So it might be that you can convert it directly into a cash profile for your business case, right? But but it's still important and there should be a strategic premium for actually doing it and it should give a payback. I've seen various tools that tries to actually uh, put in a a, a premium of uh, good quality data, but I, it, to me, it's a, it has always seemed a bit uh, theoretical and, and not something that uh, I know that my controller would at least uh, uh, approve of. So therefore, I think I think it's it's obvious that you you would not you would probably be able to put forward a negative business case for some of these things and then say, even though that the number says this is negative, we we are doing this for a belief that. You know, we believe that this is the future and the way we should go, and we believe that there is a majority of of um, uh, strategic uh, uh, options that would arise from having good quality data uh, as well. Uh, and I think that's how how you should probably build it up and 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 do it uh, not strictly from a financial perspective, but do it from a a more strategic perspective as well. And and, and to just to back up your story here, because we have just merged from one platform to another platform. Uh, an old platform where we were a bit tied up in, in, in. We had this amount of data points. We had uh, a lot of uh, financial data, not a lot of uh, business data. Now we have moved it. Uh, it has been a one-to-one move, also to a modern, uh, more modern platform in the cloud, uh, where we can add the Power BI, etc. But what you also said here, uh, it wasn't just about the 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 the, the cost of this move. It is an enabler to go further, uh, adding new data sources, adding new data points, uh, uh, but but also allowing us to um, go into uh, exploring uh, more about machine learning, um, artificial intelligence, uh, for that matter, automation. Because now we are, we are we are building a new platform where we. Uh, where we look into not only BI reporting, not not only uh, dashboard, we can utilize a, a new set of functionalities to actually improve some of the source systems uh, data, uh, enabling uh, us to to go further, explore more, being able to add new data sources, um, but also utilizing some of the emerging technologies coming up, AI, machine learning. I know there's a lot of people talking about this, uh, but are we actually doing it? Uh, are we actually utilizing that uh, in, in, in business? Uh, we have a strategic initiative uh, driven by our commercial uh, department uh, to actually look into AI, uh, what can that do for us? Um, but that move we did from one old platform 
to, to this uh, new platform where we're using Asia, um, has enabled us to look towards not only the BI reporting, but 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 also utilizing machine learning, uh, RPA uh, for that matter. Um, and, and back to what you said, John, um, maybe it was a, a negative business case, but it was an enabler for some more tangible exploration um, preparing us for the future. Um, uh, so, so now we have a reporting platform which is more or less able to do the exact same of uh, what we what we had before, but it's 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 a much more uh, flexible and scalable platform when it comes to data points, data sources, etc. Uh, and and that is that is the the true value of a, of a, of, of of a modern platform. It's, it's this scalability um, in it. And that's it from a finance perspective. Uh, uh, but I, but I, but I agree. And I actually think the journey that you've been on is very similar to to what we've experienced in in, in DSP as well. We started also out by uh, centralizing organizationally, but also uh, centralizing a on on a new platform where we wanted all the silo data that we had actually combined on one platform. And we had a, B, a strictly BI focused when we we started this journey and. Along the way, we also had to make a strategic change in that because now we saw AI and ML popping up everywhere and we wanted to utilize the fact that it should be based on the same data that we already had. Therefore, you know, moving towards the data lake house also on 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 on, on Asia. Um so I think I think I think that that is sort of how this has changed over time. So so uh, you have a level a level one where you know, you, you're trying to fix your one set of numbers in terms of BI. Then you have a level two where, whoa, new technologies are coming in. We need to change this. And then there's probably a level three and level four where it becomes even more uh, IoT, real-time sensor data, streaming analytics. Uh, and, 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 and you're moving you're moving along that path with, with, with the data maturity of the business and the tech uh, stack development there is there. Um, so, so I think I think I think that's clear that, that this is something that 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 um, would need investment, and that investment can be hard to prove, especially for building a new da- data platform. It can be expensive, but also uh, migrating uh, your old data. There's never a, a good business case on that. So, what you should use is, of course, to keep your house in order, and then also what is actually used out there, what can be deleted, what needs to be changed together with the business, and then what can be migrated one to one in order to get do it as efficiently and quick as possible. I think that that that's some of the some of the themes in in there. But but the money for, for that is needed, and that only comes if the business understand that this is not only a, a negative business case, which it might be, and often is. It, it, there is a strategic premium for 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 doing this because it enables you to do further things and more things and create new business opportunities along the lines uh, of what you said. But that's that's back to the point of this discussion or this talk we have. Uh, uh, business should understand what's going on and the capabilities. But sometimes business is just too busy uh, doing operational work and running the same old procedures uh, as we tend to do. Uh, so so, so business also need to be challenged once in a while. Uh, and that, that that's not only uh, within the BI, that's also our transactional systems. We're using Dynamic 365. Uh, and to some extent, I don't think that we're using it uh, in the best possible way, not necessarily because it's 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 standard, 
but just because we don't understand how the system can actually work for us. Same goes for uh, for BI. What can BI uh, do for us? Um, and, and that's why we need to set aside time in business, uh, not only in finance, to build up these capabilities so we can start within to challenge ourselves. This is a good idea. I need help. Let me go to IT to, uh, to get some support. Uh, it, it's of course, it requires that that IT is also up and, up and running, uh, uh, up on the last beat, sort of say, uh, yeah. when, it comes to, when it comes to technologies and, and the different functionalities. Uh, but I also understand that that with the releases of of new functionalities, especially within Power BI, I'm not that founded uh, in in Tableau and other systems, but but with releases on on a more or less monthly basis, sometimes it's it's difficult for for uh, to keep up with the with the with the different uh, um, yeah, uh, functionalities. Um, um, nevertheless, uh, Power BI is is extremely. Uh, widely broadened out in 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 every single uh, company, uh, so so there are help to 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 find in in, in um, online sort of say, but but it's it's also I'll be taking the time I'll be dedicating the time to actually keep up with with the technology uh, development, uh, both from finance but also from uh, from from IT, right? Yeah, I agree, and I think when you're putting in that business case of building a new debt data platform or funding a new data strategy or uh, releasing uh, the latest version of Power BI or, 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 or Tableau or, or whatever. I think the, what is really key is that you will put in enough uh, money there for building the capability, as you said, also the training of, 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 of the data analysts, whether they're sitting in IT or whether they're sitting in business, uh, business analysts, data analysts, whatever you call them. But but it's important that they get um, they get uh, upskilled uh, within data field and 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 you could do that by sending them to expensive courses or you could do it as a train the trainer program or, or or you could do it sort of having an internal center of excellence. There's a lot of of these you know um, you would call it a user adoption frameworks that could actually help you. Uh, set up these things uh, and and they are of utmost importance so when we were doing it and building the new data platform and migrating we had a lot of focus on 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 that and we didn't actually put enough money aside to doing the uh, the uh, capability uh, upskilling uh, where also the communication of of the benefits are and i think that that's one of the errors we've done and, and where we're really trying to correct going forward because you really can't miss that part that is where the change management happens and that's where you you're really gaining the the i would call it the data flywheel and we put that really in motion and and, and you get the the flywheel effect of of course of of, of data as the asset that it is right Yeah, very valid points. One thing I'm interested to hear about, I and mean, hear a lot about uh, you know changes that have happened in the past, uh, lessons learned. I'm keen to hear, and I'm sure the listeners are as well. What would be kind of your top do's and don'ts um, with this bridge in the gap and whatnot uh, from your experience so far? From a, from a, from business perspective, uh, the absolutely don'ts uh, is is. Believing that that uh, we should uh, build up every single capability uh, within BI, uh, because uh, I don't see a value of of having backend developers uh, in in 
in in the business lines. Um, and this is also where I, I have a, a, a quite uh, decisive uh, on a, a agenda. Uh, I don't want to go into um, building uh, capabilities or hiring people uh, who has uh, development uh, skills within backend. Uh, I think uh, um, that that front end, uh, all the way down to uh, maintaining a data model, uh, is something that that easily could be embedded in the in the roles and responsibilities of finance or, or business line. Whereas SQL, etc., uh, backend. Um, now I'm just afraid of actually explo- exploiting, uh, exploiting, exploiting, uh, putting myself on a spot, but um, too much backend in, in, in business line uh, doesn't bring up the value because the backend extracting data from from, uh, from, from the different source system, uh, that is something the capabilities should be built up within, uh, uh, within, uh, within IT. Well, I think uh, I, I I agree. Also, coming back to 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 my earlier point, that the more backend it is, the more likely it is probably to sit better in in IT, and then the more front end it is, the more likely it is probably to to sit in the business. So the more business knowledge you would need in order to gain value of it, it's probably better to sit in in the business lines, of course. Yeah. So there, I I I really agree. Where it becomes blurred is specifically within BI. Is that 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 you need both. For any good BI project, you need both. You need, you know, it needs to be extracted from the source in a proper way. It needs to be uh, modeled in a proper way, and it needs to be presented and visualized in a proper way. And therefore, also, it needs the the business insights from it needs to be extracted in a proper way and delivered and communicated to to the management in a proper way. And all of that requires different competences. And 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 where you draw the line is, is hard. But I agree there's this tendency for the further back end you are, the better it is to sit near, near in, in, in IT. And then the further you are in the other end, of course, it, it needs to move in the in the business direction. I think one of the do's and don'ts, yeah, do definitely do do invest in building capabilities on the business side uh, within data. Also, do invest in in uh, in actually getting um, HR and business leaders uh, involved in recruiting specifically for some of the competences that you would need for tomorrow. I bring in a, a number of young people that have just learned these trades in school. They will also come in and then question how you are doing your monthly closing and whether it could be sharpened a bit. And I think I think some of that is something that 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 could prove very valuable in 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 gaining momentum in building up data data maturity. So that's definitely a do. And then, don't don't be, um, don't 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 be naive and think that that um, that uh, it needs to have a positive business case in a cash cash is king focus even though i said cash is king and we agree on that uh, you need you need you need to understand that this is something about building a flywheel motion and and it can pay off and actually if you move into financial theory let's say it's probably something you need to move into something on on options right so strategic options and the value of options that that you know the, the you know it's, it's it's more like a call option actually that it is a, a classical discounted cash flow i guess but 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 you really need to believe that going forward you know, building up these capabilities is what really gives you options and new business opportunities out there that you can't even imagine now. 
because that's just traditionally what we've seen, uh, especially with 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 uh, ML AI really on 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 the high uh, end of the hype cycle right now, right? But but actually brings up another uh, interesting topic. We could probably spend another uh, episode uh, discussion. But but um, have schools enough focus on uh, building capabilities uh, in within IT in the not in the IT schools or uh, sort of IT universities, etc. But but the different financial lines, HR lines, because HR for that matter has also a huge potential of, of, of using data uh, for, for people and uh, analytics. Uh, um, I, I'm not going to speak about HR data because that's uh, outside my uh, competence area. Uh, but but nevertheless, HR is just one other example of, of where there's a huge potential of, 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 of utilizing BI uh, data analytics, for that matter, uh retention of uh, of people why are people leaving us uh, etc something like that if we could gain the insight from from data on this one we could react much uh, faster for example and i agree and i think it's definitely a capability that should be improved i think generally just everything within it understand how to code is something i guess uh, the youth of today would really would really benefit from no matter what trade they will probably get in uh, having that understanding of, of how that is built up is probably a good good thing going forward i think also just understanding what ai is and what you can do with it i think uh, if you look at into how generative ai is now rolling rolling in everywhere and and uh, how you can prompt in an efficient way and something like that is is really the traits of of tomorrow isn't it so so because you know the pro- productivity gains of that is just enormous uh, when you can use large language models to do your work and then it becomes something that every admin person would actually need to do in order to be efficient and if you don't well uh, there you go uh, so I think I think uh, I think those are sort of the things where I think you will really need to uh, build capabilities. And I think uh, now I speak for IT, we have a definitely have a a uh, responsibility in driving that agenda. But we need to do it with the business because you know we don't see necessarily where is the right applications of these use cases. So it needs to be business led in terms of identifying good use cases. But it needs to be IT-led in the terms of how do we provide these technologies to the business. Again, very interesting points to the listeners. I think hearing a little bit about uh, your experiences and uh, what you've learned along the way. Um, I'd just like to ask at this point: Do we have any final notes or any final questions for each other? How many people are you uh, sitting in the DSP zone uh, in the BI department? In the BI department, we are roughly uh, 30. Then we have ML and AI sitting next to it with uh, 10, 10, 10 people. So um, right now, and then we do we do scale up using uh, resources, uh, uh, con- you know, consultancy resources as well. Uh, and that depends on 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 how the demand profile look, of course. So we we would like to hire when we can see there's a long term demand, and then we scale up and down with consultants when it's sort of more temporary. And uh, but uh, I um, 
whether we would gain momentum in being more people or not, I, I, I don't know. I think what I would probably see is in terms of uh, data people in IT would probably stay around the same. Um, I, I, I think uh, the FTEs coming in on the business side in terms of having a data scientist sitting in digital marketing and having a data analyst sitting in finance and stuff like that, that, that is something that we would just see more of. And then, you know, and then we're back to the pen, uh, pendulum, right? How, 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 how is the centralization, decentralization going? Do they follow governance or do things move out of control? Then you tend to centralize and vice versa. Are things moving too slow and you really want to, you want to have more business inside, then maybe you, you decent, decentralize it a bit. And, and from this point, centralization is an IT, which I don't like either <laughs> to, 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 to that term. And uh, coming back to that, I don't really like the dogma. IT and business, but I think, I think, um, I think we will probably grow a bit more on the business side in terms of having data capabilities, and then probably uh, uh, within IT, uh, we will be around that amount. And 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 to be fair, we invested in this. So from a company size of DSB of around seven seven thousand employees, where our daily trade is to run our, our trains on time, uh, and then you wouldn't think that this many um, um, data people is required, but it becomes more and more, uh, uh, it, it is applied more and more in every part of our business. And, you know, data becomes operationally critical because you are, you are more and more an IT company also when you, when you run uh, uh, trains. Yeah. Uh, uh, we also see this, the same, um... We are, we are building up more and more capabilities. Finance is, is at least my opinion is that we are uh, in a good position uh, when it comes to, to 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 building up the capabilities. Uh, um, but we also see it, and, and in general, uh, broad uh, speaking, um, data scientists, uh, data engineers, etc., is something which is being placed not in IT but in finance and in business lines. Uh, and I just see it as a natural next step because, as you mentioned, um, every single company runs an IT company uh, within the company. Uh, so, so we need in the business line, back to the initial uh, flying story, uh, we need to build up these capabilities because no matter you, uh, if you're in finance, no matter if you're IT, no matter if you are in HR or uh, commercial organization, you're working with IT, right? Definitely. Let's. I have a question for you as well. Um, um, I think now, now you are in, in in the finance part, and I think one of the hot topics is probably also the ESG uh, reporting, and that's very, that that is of course something that we hold very dear in DSP because you know we are really you know promoting that you know public transport is the sustainable alternative, and therefore we're also doing a lot in terms of ESG reporting. But I think the data element in within ESG is quite quite important. Um, are you doing uh, are you doing uh, any anything specifically there to invest in data capabilities uh, around ESG? Yes, absolutely. Uh, first came GSG, GDPR. Uh, now Big Brothers here, right? Uh, I think uh, we have uh, around 1,073 data points that we need to be able to report upon uh, when we hit the 25, right? Um, 
Uh, as a, actually, as of today, we have just uh, communicated that that we'll build up a department uh, within finance, uh, only looking at the ESG. Um, we have a dedicated uh, resource which will head up that department, um, and and there is a, a capex investment um, uh, on the table for for next year to actually implement a a, a specific source system uh, to hold this uh, this uh, ESG data. Um, so yes, we are working on it, and we have uh, done our first uh, uh, dry runs, sort of say, uh, with some external support. Um, and it is it is something that we will probably also um, uh, include in our data platform going forward. Because uh, yes, we need we need a place where we can combine data, uh, both uh, when it comes to, to to financial data, but but also HR data, diversity, uh, etc., uh, diversity related data. Um, so ESG is is a big part of our of our agenda uh, going forward, and then also ESG data uh, for that matter. Uh, but it is uh, I fear it a little bit, uh, so because uh, it's 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 Big Brother knocking uh, knocking on the door right now. I think I think it's um, I think it's a very interesting area, and also shows how you know how you know building something into regulation could really have. Follow, follow, you know, follow through effects all the way to how do you collect data, where do you collect data, how do you report on data in different areas that you normally used to. So, uh, and and as you said, finance is, is is something where compliance is of course of the essence, and everything is audited, and there's yeah. very good controlling around it. And now you're just moving that uh, dogma into another data area. Uh, in, in my point of view, where all the in, environmental uh, KPIs, HR KPIs, and all of that becomes uh, uh, just as important as, as the actual financial number, right? Uh, and, and, and this is something where I think you really need to understand how can we increase data quality because suddenly it becomes a compliance issue, right? Exactly. And, and uh, normally finance is, uh, at least the external uh, reporting, is compliance-driven. Um, uh, now we just have ESG data, which is also compliance-driven. And uh, of course, it brings some value uh, because it also gains some insight. It's not only uh, that now we follow the rules, we know how much uh, CO2 uh, emissions that we're, that we're doing, etc. Uh, but but it will bring us some insights on our business as well. Uh, so I think it's 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 I think it's a, quite a good initiative. Uh, but as mentioned, <laughs> it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a rough time uh, of fully uh, fully complying to it. I'm, I'm quite sure that we, we are capable of uh, of doing it uh, in in at least in Bavarian North. <laughs> I think a uh, very hot topic at the end there, 100%. <laughs> um, so before we end the podcast today, I'd just like to say thank you so much again um, to all our guests for sharing the thoughts. So they've been Soren Fries, uh, head of BI analytics and the office of the CIO at DSB, and Lars Suga. Head of Reporting, Planning, Transformation at a Bavarian Nordic. So if you're hiring for new technical roles or looking for a new role, feel free to get in touch with us here at Evolution. Or if you are anyone you know would like to be featured on a future podcast, you can drop me a message too. I'm Alex Robinson. You can find me on LinkedIn or you can email me at alex.robinson at evolution-nordics.com. Alternatively, you can visit us at evolutionjobs.com forward slash UK forward slash Nordics forward slash. 
Thanks again to all our guests and thank you for listening. We hope you can join us next time. Thank you. Okay, so we start with cut now. I'm calling that the cut time. So uh, obviously we have our sort of post podcast, I suppose. In fact, um, do we have the? I think we said we'd do it in Copenhagen, didn't we? Uh, so last it'd be great if we could book in a call. Oh, in fact, we've got think, one tomorrow. Yeah, we have. I think tomorrow. we have one tomorrow afternoon. Yeah, 100%. And so we can cover this in a welcome over and call yeah, sure. for the feedback. Yeah. We'll just sort of short term, how do we find it? I think it was quite, quite uh, as we spoke about uh, at, at, at the pre-talk, uh, uh, Alex, uh, a, a little out of my comfort zone. Uh, but but uh, I turn uh, applause to you. I think uh, uh, we had a good dialogue. Uh, you, you didn't interrupt yeah. that much, uh, Alex, uh, which is to me uh, a good sign. Yeah, no, honestly, I thought it was going great. It was just obviously those few times where you can only talk about one thing for so long, can't you? So I wanted to make sure we have plenty covered. I actually want a bit of feedback from you guys. Did you think the questions that I asked were okay? Because I know I'm not a tech guy and I was following as much as I could. But... It, 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 it started uh, the, the extra discussions. Uh, and I think, yeah. uh, yes, uh, but again... Um, now I need to work a little bit with this uh, <laughs> to actually, and, and, and probably also hear it. Uh, yeah. When will when will it be uh, sort of uh, launched? Launched. Well, I think there's a bit of a backlog with Martin at the moment, uh, but I think I am probably the most persistent person in evolution. Uh, so I'm, I'm down there every day. I'm like, if you if you edited this one, yeah, I think they're getting sick of me. Uh, but yeah, mine seems to be flying through a little bit at the moment. So I'll stick it over to Martin. Generally, you say you're looking at anywhere between two weeks to two months, depending on the backlog, but I'll keep you guys updated as best as I can. Um, let you know what's coming out. I think I'd monthly spoke for you guys anyway, so if it does end up being the latter. I hope you will uh, make a big fuss about it uh, on, on LinkedIn and oh, yes. uh, mentions, uh, etc. This also works as a... As a Created some uh, some attention around my person. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I tend to do. I think I'll be doing it probably the end of next week or the start of the week after. I always put out a post saying I've just recorded this co- podcast. Um, tune in, listen to it, or whenever. So it'd be great. I mean, if you guys could share, repost anything like that on LinkedIn, you'll see yeah. shows your networks too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I do really want to just say thank you so much for joining. Uh, I really enjoyed the format of this one because I say it's usually a bit more Q and A. And I like that it was just flowing, so it's something I might try and implement in the future. Uh, I think it depends on the profiles. I knew you guys are both very capable of it. So, but yeah, uh, thank you so much once again.